In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus says, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. If you've been following along with our gospel lessons these last few weeks, you may have noticed that they seem a bit repetitive. This week is the fourth week in a row in which our lectionary has given us a passage from the Gospel of John where Jesus is telling the people that he is the bread of life. We started with the miracle of Jesus feeding the 5,000 with just a couple of loaves and a few fish. And each week, our gospel lessons have taken us just a bit deeper into this crucial biblical theme. This week, Jesus persists in preaching about eating his flesh and blood in order to have eternal life. Can you even imagine how shocking that must have been to hear? Our text says, the Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? They must have thought this sounded completely unhinged, because in truth, it kind of does. But it's important that we remember that Jesus doesn't preach these words in a vacuum. All of his signs and miracles and even the elusive meaning of his preaching in John's gospel point us over and over to this theme of abiding. When we think about the word abide, it might sound like a passive state of existence. It means to stay or to remain. But abiding in the way that Jesus uses it carries a more active meaning. This week, Jesus tells us, those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me and I in them. There is nothing, nothing passive about this kind of abiding. In his body, in his very flesh and blood, Jesus is the unique human expression of God. So to abide in him is to participate in the entirety of his incarnate experience. In other words, to abide in Jesus is to participate in full and abundant life as God intended it. And the good news is, while abiding is an action that we continually take, we also don't have to do this work all on our own. Jesus abides in us as well. It's a mutual and reciprocal relationship that we are invited into and which God has initiated. And we participate together as a church in community. There are many ways that we live this out in community, but one example that's particularly relevant to our gospel text this morning is in receiving the Eucharist. When we come forward together and receive the body and blood of Christ, we show our willingness to accept this invitation into abundant life. And all of this weightiness and meaning doesn't necessarily have to be at the forefront of your mind every time you come forward. To come forward at all, in whatever state of mind, is to express the vulnerability of extraordinary hope and intimacy in abiding with God and with one another. 
the repetitiveness of these gospel lessons about the bread of life week after week is its own kind of abiding. It requires an attentiveness that we rarely have to practice in our fast-paced lives. It's as if Jesus is saying, wait, slow down, don't miss this. It's too important. To participate and abide in a dynamic relationship with God is to have abundant life. Not later, not after we die, but right now. And I'll be the first to admit that it's difficult for me to hear that without wondering what it means to have an abundant life. Particularly right now, as we're facing another surge in COVID cases, how can we live an abundant life with so much fear and so much uncertainty? Not to mention all of the limitations that we're faced with as we try and keep each other safe. Abundant life certainly doesn't guarantee a pain-free existence. Of course, it includes joy and happiness, but they will ebb and flow. Abundant life includes grief and pain and frustration and anguish. It includes slowing down and thoughtfulness and paying close attention. It includes making sacrifices for the well-being of our neighbors. All of this falls under the vast umbrella of abundant life, whether we like it or not. I know we are all so exhausted and weary from trying to live through this pandemic. We all want to do the right thing and we want to stay safe and we want to care for those around us. And it's so frustrating to hear about a new surge in cases and more mask mandates. I know that. I am frustrated too. I think that's why this week I'm grateful for the feeling that Jesus is snapping his fingers in front of my face and telling me to pay closer attention to what he's saying. He's calling us to come forward with all of our vulnerability, with all of our fear, anger, joy, and even our reluctant hope. He's calling us to participate in abundant life that is so much bigger than ourselves and what we think we understand. He's calling us into extraordinary intimacy of abiding in him, the very human expression of God. I think right now, abundant life may mean persevering in our determination to not lose hope. Jesus is inviting us to stay open-handed and promising that he will abide in us and with us as we meet whatever will come. Amen.